Welcome to Court on the Street, random words with random guys. My name's Josh. And I am Vince. So we have been friends for what? Going What, what time is it? Going on 20-something years? Yeah, I mean, second grade. So we would have been, what, seven, eight-ish? Yeah, so call it, call it 25 years. Yeah, right around there. And uh, started out with a... You've taken my Oreo. <laughs> Let's not get into the Oreo right now. Huh? <laughs> but, you know, we fell out of touch a, a little bit. We always kept up, but, you know, we were looking for something to keep in touch. What kept us in touch was Quirtle. You want to explain what Quirtle is? Yeah, so, I mean, I think the more more popular uh, version is Wordle, which is basically a... Uh... A random word generated every day, a five-letter word, and you get to uh, take six guesses to try to get that. So this became like pretty easy, I believe, for both of us, relatively fast. And then I happened to stumble upon Quirtle, and just kind of as a joke, I sent it to him like, "Hey, we should, we should do this," and then we both did it, and and now we do them both Wordle and Quirtle every day, and it's kind of like our connecting messages. Like some days we don't say anything else to each other other than our scores for those two. And but it kind of leads us into talking to each other and it's created more opening dialogue between the two of us than we had had in the past. Which is nice. Yeah, definitely is. So stemming from that, we decided why don't we keep in touch, actually talk at least once a week. Make sh- Put it on the schedule. Make sure we do it. How do we do that? Record it. And what do we record? Well, we have this random list of words every week. Pick one. We'll talk about that. And that's the show, I think, so far. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the whole idea about it. It's kind of just you know, take the words from that week and pick, a, pick one of them, kind of come up with a topic. I think it allows us to keep things fresh and talk about uh, new different things every week. And it also leaves it up to interpretation. So we kind of both will pick a word and then choose a topic based off of that word. So it's it's off of that person's interpretation of how that word is used, um, not necessarily both of ours. So I think it'll create good dialogue back and forth on how we see things. Yeah. So this is episode one. Welcome, if you somehow found us. Hope you stay around. <laughs> yeah, it should, should be an interesting ride. First First podcast for both of us, so... Dipping our toes in, but both avid podcast listeners, so it should be uh it should be fun. You know, get to grow and learn new things and get better as time goes on and and just have fun talking back and forth with each other and hopefully interacting and engaging with the audience as it grows. Yeah, hopefully. And hopefully at some point we start to, you know, cycle out of having these sort of presenter voices, which <laughs> a little weird. <laughs> all right why don't we why don't we go ahead and start and see how this all goes yeah so for a uh, week one topic for me i chose the uh, word nerdy um and i kind of wanted to talk about a few different things when referring to that word but one of the main things that struck me when i when i was looking at it was the difference in what it means to be nerdy now 
and what it means to be nerdy when we were growing up because I feel like it's changed a lot because there's been a big big shift in culture from when we were growing up in you know middle school high school and us playing video games till two in the morning or you know not not necessarily going out and doing the whole party scene as much in high school as some of the other people that we went to school with and I, I think uh there's been a pretty big shift in culture where like playing games and uh watching anime and different cartoon shows and collecting figures and different pop culture stuff has become much more acceptable than uh, now compared to when we were growing up. Yeah, that's for sure with Marvel freaking comic books being yeah basically the biggest thing in the world. Yeah, I mean, if I think back, I mean, when I think the first Iron Man came out, what, probably... It's 2006, it 2006, I think. 2006. So, I mean, we were already... We were in what tenth grade, probably at that point. Yeah, two thousand eight. So, I mean, we had gone th- gone through most of our high school years. Yeah. Well, it was know, so it was our senior year. It came out two thousand eight. Yeah. Okay, so it was two thousand eight, not two thousand six. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So I was just shooting off the dome. Yeah. So I mean, that's definitely way different. So when we were growing up, like, in no nobody really knew about Marvel. I have to be honest. Like, I wasn't a huge comic book person growing up. So I didn't know that much about it, but like I was more focused in on video games, um, specifically like Metal Gear Solid. I loved like the Ratchet and Clank series, playing through all those and like the different universes and stuff that, you know, these developers had created then in those. And I just think it's crazy now that like that's more mainstream, like people getting lost in video games and spending more time doing those. Twitch is just Twitch alone is is yeah twi- a testament to how far it's come. It's it's crazy. Definitely is you know, and it's you know I do uh marketing and design work for for trade for my my job, and and you know I have a lot of older clients, so talking about like social media and stuff with them, um, and even talking to just the older generations in general, like trying to explain to them what Twitch is and why people would want to watch other people play games instead of playing them themselves. And I always tell them like, oh, why do you watch athletes play sports? Or, you know, why do you subscribe to a magazine when in, that you want to read every day or every month? You know, it's the same thing as subscribing to your favorite streamer. You're paying for the content that you enjoy, <clears throat> but like they can't grasp how those are intertwined and how they're the same things, just a different medium in a in a new age. Yeah, it's is that definitely makes sense when you're talking about like esports or even speed running, where you just want to see somebody performing to their absolute limit of what the humans are capable of. But then there's a whole another avenue into that where it's just backseat gaming. You know, watching someone experience something is second best to actually experiencing it yourself yeah and i mean it's it's kind of i don't think most of them and understand the twitch community which i feel like is hard to really represent well to people and you know kind of embody what it is but like being in a place where everybody is generally has for the most part the same interest if you're watching the same streamer like you you form a, a community and like you have people to talk to 
about the same things. Like you get to know one another and interact with each other. Uh, you know, it's just like their their bridge club that they used to go to back in the day or on Fridays going to the skaterama and hanging out with their friends. Like it's the it's just the new way of doing things. And instead of being stuck to the people in your area, it's now global and strictly to do with like your interests. I will say I do get the that barrier, though, because, yeah, if you find a small streamer and you're into it and you you know, come up in that community, like it's, it's great, you know, you're in it, but for anybody just clicking onto the site, going to a popular streamer, my God, does that look chaotic? Oh yeah. 100%. And th- I guess that's the thing I have, uh, I have quite the bias, I guess. Cause I probably, I don't know when you started using Twitch, but I started back when it was still Justin TV. So it was like, I think mm-hmm. 2011, 2012, is when I created my account. So, you know, I can remember, I'm sure you know who Tim the Tatman is, obviously. Yeah. Or, so when I first started watching Tim, funny enough, is from Syracuse. Um, he only had like 150 viewers. So granted, I, I didn't stay in his community because I fell out of my involvement in gaming and like Twitch at the time. But if I had stayed in his community from when I started and subscribing, like I could have been somebody that was well-known in that community. Like when I started back then, you know, people knew when I went in there who I was. Um, and like, so yes, it's definitely harder now to grow in bigger streams, but there's a ton of smaller, there's more smaller streams to grow in now than there ever was. So I definitely, uh, the variety is nice. Uh, it's just about finding what you what you like and who you connect with. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Honestly, the people that I like to watch are the speedrunners. I mean, it's just amazing what people can do when you're trying to f- find every little crack in the thing that you love. And uh, yeah, those are those are my first streamers that I watched. Clint Stevens, probably. I don't even know. It wasn't that. That wasn't even that long ago. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a trip. Well, so I guess to tie into that, um, I can't remember what his name is, but um, you probably know about the situation because it was what's the big speedrunning competition thing that happens every year? GDQ, games done quick. Yeah, yeah, GDQ. Um, do you recall the guy that proposed to his no. girlfriend at? No, no, I don't actually get to watch it live all that much. I watch the VODs afterwards. So like years ago, um, this guy proposed to his girlfriend at GDQ. Um, they had met through through Twitch, I believe, uh, and speedrunning and became friends and then eventually more. They proposed to her there. But like I had been a part of her community for a long time. <laughs> So it was like seeing that was like, wow, that's crazy. And it made like, you know, the the gaming spears news all over the place because like that's just a crazy thing to have, like get proposed to at a speedrunning competition and yeah for video games. It's just not like an everyday and it's day a, thing. It's a surprisingly huge event for what it is. Yeah. Well, it brings a lot of old and new people together, I feel like. So actually, um, our 
I have a friend. I don't know if I have ever told you this. I, I believe I have. I know I told um, our other friend, Vinny. Um, but a kid that I went to college with named Justin, he is number three in the world for Donkey Kong high score. Really? Like on the arcade cabinet. Like <laughs> he started out as MAME and then he now has the actual arcade cabinet in his house. That's and he is hilarious. number three in the world. And he lives in Sherburn, I believe, or somewhere over there, I guess. I mean, what else are you going to do out there? Yeah. But like it, just this crazy, <laughs> crazy world. Like I think like somebody that I went to college was like number three in the world for like a 1980s arcade game. <laughs> and like he plays it hours a day trying to beat his his scores. Yeah, sure. Just a just a, a nuts thing that you never think about. But like. Even that, like he's in his own community for that. Like he has a group of people that that's all they talk about. Like they love Donkey Kong and like trying to beat the high scores and talking about all the little tricks that they can do to to speed up their times. And it's just crazy. Yeah, I hear you. It's it is wild. It's a, it's a wild world we world we live in. We live in the friggin' future. I keep saying that to people. Right. I feel like I feel like it's really easy to get caught up in things and like not appreciate stuff. And like I have to like try to ground myself sometimes because like I get frustrated with with things and I'm like, my phone is connected to a friggin' satellite in space and then teleporting information back down to it. Like people used to have to take a letter by horse to people. (laughs) Like I can't I can't wait five seconds for a website to respond. Or as the one, the one that's been annoying me lately is I got a, I got a smartwatch for whatever reason. So I don't have to have my phone on me all the time if I want to read something. I can use GPay with it. Mm -hmm. Just double tap the button and it comes up and I just hold it to the terminal in the store. And that's been annoying me. Sometimes it's a little finicky. I'm like, oh, this stupid thing. Oh, oh, I have to take my wallet out. I actually have to take something out of my pocket. My phone's right on my breast pocket. Yeah. I don't even have to reach down for it. But <laughs> I still get annoyed yeah. when I watch sometimes. Yep. But, it's, it's definitely crazy compared to when we were growing up. I was just talking to uh, my cousin because his, his stepdaughter, the, the father, bought her a, a phone. Mm-hmm. And she's like 11. And I'm like, I didn't get a phone until I was 17 and it was a Nokia track phone that you had to buy minutes and I had 15 minutes a month on it and I could play snake. Yeah. And that was it. To be fair, phones were pretty shit back then. So, Oh, they were, they definitely were. Oh, that brings another, I mean, this is kind of segueing a little bit, but think about this. I was thinking about it the other day. There's an, ent- we were the last generation that has any idea what t9 texting is oh i know i know it, it i like, uh, I, I i hear linus uh linus tech tips talk about it every so often he'll bring it up and you know his audience skews younger because it's like an entry point so they'll be like they'll be like there's no way that t9 was as good as you're saying it was and he's <laughs> like it kind of is i was like morris code well, on the phone you're Predictive T9 was good. T9 yeah. where you had to press four three times and five twice. That was... Uh, oh, we were... Yeah, but you have to, like... We were speed demons. Yeah. Yeah. 
And they have no idea. Like, they're never going to have the struggles of trying to get away with sending a message in class on that. You know what I mean? Like, remember when in high school, you're like, you can't just whip it out and, like, you know, drag your finger and, like, write a word real fast. And you could, like, I could type a response on my iPhone Mm -hmm. in, like, a second and a half, two seconds. Like, on T9, it was not only where you did it take longer, but... You were also like click 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 like like you were they were you were getting heard. Oh yeah, there was no quiet T nine texting. I uh I was just thinking today like my favorite phone that I've ever had is the NV three. You know, sideways flip. It had the physical keyboard. I'm like, could I go back to a physical keyboard? I've gotten so used to just swiping my words. I don't even know if I could go back to a physical keyboard, but I would yeah. love to. I feel like for the nostalgia's sake, I would love to, but I also feel like after I have it, I don't think I would like it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I just like the smaller and more simplistic things are. I feel like the older I get, the more I enjoy them. Yeah. Just having a phone that's just a sort of flat screen. Yeah. And it just works. Mm hmm. And I mean, there's just, honestly, you have to, like, find the whole device that works for you when you have physical things. Like, you can just, you can just move my keyboard around on my phone. Yeah. I have, yep. it, I have it smushed up to one side so I can just use one hand to swipe around and text. Yeah, and, and that's another thing. Like, I feel like you're pretty much, for the most part, you're either, there's three options right now for phones. You're going to have an iPhone, you're going to have a galaxy or you're gonna have a google pixel like those are kind of your yeah three that whereas like back when we were growing up like my first like real phone was an lg i don't even know what it was called the v90 maybe something like that but it was like the silver one with the blue border on it with the little screen and the three buttons on the front oh yeah like that was like the king of phones i uh I think that may be an American problem, though. I I see, like, people, tech reviewers, reviewing these phones. And I'm like, why can't we get that here? Like, I probably wouldn't want it, but it would maybe make other phones cheaper. Like, like Oppo. You can't buy Oppo phones here. They just don't work. Yeah. I think it's, it's it, one, is probably an American problem. Two, they're not available, but... I think probably the biggest is there's no brand recognition. So like Mm. we as a society buy solely off of like brand and how we feel about something. Yeah. Yeah. So like if they don't spend the money to into like, it's harder than it ever has been for a company to come in and especially on something as important as a cell phone, like people can't live without them now. Like I'm not, nobody's going to be like, you know what? I've had an iPhone for my whole life. Let me just try this Oppo phone real fast. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like it's just not going to happen. Like they just such so a break into that market is just tough. Yep. You know what you can do on your phone though? We'll yeah. Transition into my topic. <laughs> the word that I'm bringing today is place. I feel like this was not like entirely in the corner of the internet, but apparently it is because I don't. I don't think Josh knows what this is. So let me let me ask you this. Are you familiar with r slash place on Reddit? No. Okay. Well, start off by telling you that every year 
starting in, I actually don't know when they started. The first one they did was called The Button. They do these social experiment type pages every April Fool's Day. Okay. And uh, The Button, what it was, it was pretty simple. There was just a button on a page and a timer. Click the button and the timer starts at 60 seconds and just ticks down mm-hmm. until someone else clicks the button. And that's all it was, just to see how long, how long you could keep it going for. How long you could keep the button going for. And there were like badges on Reddit that you can get for clicking the button at certain times. So like if if you clicked it with less than 10 seconds left, you know, you would get a certain badge. So then people started to let it tick lower and lower to try to get the badges. But, you know, it, it uh, just kept going. So let's see if I can find how long this went for. The experiment was created by Josh Wardle. What? Is this the same dude? It very well could be. I think that's his name. It's the same dude. This, okay, that's weird. That's a weird little coincidence. Holy shit. Okay, so wow. this man... Uh, brought us together basically and gave us our first one of our first topics. Wow, that, that was not expected. I know. Uh, on June 5th, 2015, and it started April 1st. Wow, so, so yeah, a, it went a it went, month and four days, it went for two months. Oh, June, yeah, oh, yeah, April, May, May. Yeah. yeah, so they kept this wow. going for just over two months. So that was in 2015. I looked it up. Yeah. And uh, then they've been doing it every, ever since, every so often. They'll, or every year they do it, but sometimes it like really catches on. And in 2017, they released Place, R slash Place. Basically, what it is, pretty simple, is they just put up a blank canvas of 1000 by 1000 pixels, and each person could place a pixel with a certain color and then it would start a timer every five minutes you could place a new pixel and with whatever color that you want and everybody else on the site could also do that all at once so let me show you the result (laughs) just dropped it to you you could go ahead and open that and sort of scan around it a little bit uh it's pretty dense but uh, but you know see a lot of people create some wicked art on there so, and each pixel is from a, yeah. a different person? So this is, I noticed this one's blown up. This canvas is 4,000 by 4,000. So each four pixels in this particular image are one okay. pixel. Uh, but yeah, I mean, each single one was placed by a person. And I mean, there were... So it's huge collaboration. Collaboration's huge. Like this big yeah. red box right in the middle. Did you ever hear of the tragedy of Dark Plagueis the Wise? That whole thing no. was created. No, that's the, that's what it says. Oh, oh, I'm I'm zoomed in, so I was looking around, so I didn't even see that box. Yeah, yeah. So that's okay, that's it. what it is. There's a few factions that cropped up. Um, you'll see over near the right. There's the green lattice. It's just black on green. Yeah. And down in the bottom corner, there's the blue corner. Literally, just somebody, some people who just wanted to make something pure. Just blue, right in the corner. <laughs> so that was 2017. And now mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and share something else with you. Go ahead and click that link or probably want to click that link. Make sure you have it on good quality and go ahead and start playing that video. And I'll uh, I'll sort of talk while you watch it because it's like three minutes long. So this Do year, I need audio for it? Nah. 
Okay. So this year, Reddit announced Place is coming back. And started off just like it did. April Fool's Day starts, you know, a thousand by a thousand pixels. And, you know, obviously the thing on everybody's forefind here right now is Ukraine. So it starts off with this big Ukraine flag strutting from side to side. And you'll see factions join. You know, there's the blue corner still there. There's, you know, the black void you'll see pop up every so often. And it just keeps going, keeps going. And it's honestly pretty great. There's a twist, though. Yeah. They doubled the canvas size on day two because, you know, Reddit has a lot more people now than it did five years ago. So they doubled the canvas size. And it's wild what these people have made. The funny thing is... Uh, you can't see it in this video because it's too small, but Canada just struggled to create their maple leaf the whole time. People really? creating these these works of art, these this Osu community somehow just like is the most resilient people on the planet. But uh Wow. Yeah, I mean it's it's crazy. You'll see every so often like a streamer will do a raid uh X you see like dropped in and destroyed the blue corner and like a bunch of art around it at some point. It's so this video is so cool to watch. Yeah, this is a this is a time lapse of the 72 hours that it was up. And then they doubled this canvas size again. So now it's 4000 by 4000. Jesus. And you'll see just like crazy collaborations. Uh there's a there's like a fantasy book series collaboration that happens where you got you know lord of the rings you got stormlight archive you got game of thrones you got all these communities that banded together to make this big piece of art and then you just have like some chaotic forces you'll see the black void in this new canvas just took up residence in the middle there and just created some heinous shit yeah <laughs> But, and, you know, Black Void, you'll see coursing through the canvas every so often. Um, and God, so many Amoguses. <laughs> so many Amongai. Yep. And wow. so this is the final result for 2022. This, again, is looks like an expanded uh, canvas, 6,000 by 6,000. So they must have. So so uh, let me get this straight. So the, this is when it finishes yeah like when the thing so like yeah because when the clock struck the end this is what was left th when the clock struck the end this is what was there and then what they yeah. do is there's a little wind down period people can still contribute people will still have the five minute timer but the only color you can place is white Ooh. so you see it sort of fade away afterwards it's very it's very Buddhist is stupid way yeah. to put it because they make this sand art. And then at the end of it, they brush it all up, put it into the river and it's gone. You just have to appreciate it while it's there. Reminds me of the, uh, the sand sculptures at the, the state fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot like a sand sculpture. Yeah. But yeah, this, wow, is, this is, I had no idea this was a thing. This is dope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'll see, like if you zoom into the little mango, uh, right at the bottom, you can see just so many Amonguses. Uh, and you'll see some, you know, funny, funny shit here and there. Schools that band together to spell porn. And yeah. Like just. There's just so much going on. There's so much going on. You can just sort of scroll around and keep finding new things. Here's a pay money wubby. Uh, you obviously got Wall Street bets with their diamond hands here. You see, the only thing I really do on. I only thing I follow on Reddit at all is. 
the competitive Call of Duty mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> subreddit, and that's about it. So I didn't. I had no idea this existed. But this is super cool. It's funny because Reddit has gotten you know a bad rap, not undeservedly for certain communities. But if you find your particular community and curate your feed, like you see things that you want to see, and honestly, this is a testament to that because this is each one of those communities banding together, claiming this spot on the map, building something beautiful. And then defending it to their last breath. Even people who, you know, people say aren't doing something creative. Just the blue corner down there, they're back. Yeah. But even even they are like, I was on a Discord and uh, with the blue corner. And it was just, people were just trying to take this thing away from them. And they fought tooth and nail to keep that <laughs> one blue corner. It blows my mind that there's a Colorado Avalanche logo. You'll see, you'll see ridiculous stuff. Uh, if you go down to the blue corner and scroll up, you'll see this big one piece, piece of art. He laughed and under it, you'll see that fantasy, uh, literature collage that I was talking about. And like, even that you'll see it runs into one piece there. Even that, like I was on a discord server with them too. And they had to like negotiate a piece with the one piece subreddit. So that because One Piece is bigger than all of these other communities combined, so they yeah. had to like negotiate a piece and redesign the the whole thing in order to put it there and not have it just destroyed. So it's it's really an interesting social experiment. I mean, it's exactly what Reddit does every April Fool's Day is these very interesting social experiments, and unless they're really well hidden, single swastika in sight. <laughs> That's surprising. I know. Very surprising. Yeah, I haven't seen any, and I've been scrolling through it pretty much since you sent me the the link to it. Yeah, I mean, this was this is a trip to watch. I was watching it like on and off over the weekend, and like I was there for the second expansion. I was like on. I was you know because you kind of want to participate in this, right? So I just happened to accumulate like four alt accounts over the years <laughs> of just doing redditing redditing you know i I wanted a new feed so i made a new account but then you know i was kind of helping with the trying to help with the blue corner i mean even one person with four accounts isn't enough to really do much but like it was so interesting i was on like trying to do that when all of a sudden they're like the the canvas expanded go claim the new corner and they built that new corner pretty much the size in place where you see it in i don't know 20 minutes wow and they held on to it the whole time fighting off the amonguses and everything it's just dedication yeah yeah i see like that i would love this like which granted it's not the right size but like this would be so cool to get as a poster yeah yeah people have printed like uh like posters of it i know one one dude on reddit was like his kid walked in was like wow that's really cool and he just happened to have one of those massive poster printers so he printed it out for him took a picture of it you know he put it up on his son's wall right away yeah i mean i would have to i probably would have to really scour it to make sure there's nothing too heinous before i would hang it up but (laughs) it definitely is really cool artwork hopefully he doesn't notice the you know really wild stuff for i don't know a year or two (laughs) definitely but yeah this is what i brought this is what i've been doing all weekend just 
hanging out in here watching this come and go get destroyed and get rebuilt and yeah, that's really cool i had no idea it existed or yeah. anything like that it's it's such a cool collaboration you know what it kind of reminds me of in a sense too is uh kind of bring touching back to what we were talking about earlier is the uh let's play pokemon twitch channel mm-hmm. i think that's what it was called or Twitch plays Pokemon. Twitch plays I Pokemon. What it was. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of that, like where chat controlled the inputs to, to beat the Pokemon games and like go through. Yeah. Like it kind of gives me that, that vibe. Yeah. That was another thing that really took me something about these, like these, like here and gone, like events where people just come together. There's factions that plan and factions that destroy something about this type of thing really captures my interest i mean i understand why yeah yeah, yeah but i i just like it just for i think it strikes me more just from the art aspect of it you know being that mm-hmm. i like art so much it's like the just seeing all the different things people can do in such a small space yeah watch crazy watch that video back a few times and like try to look at different like areas of the map every so often because some people do like really interesting things i don't know what it is it must be this block r slash shibby says i don't know what that community is but they have a spiral in their design and if you watch if you find it and watch that spot in the time lapse they're constantly changing the color of the spiral from in to out like constantly changing it it was like had to be like an activity that they were doing just for the time lapse yeah it's yeah and it's definitely crazy watching it and uh for people that are just listening, you can find this probably by just searching uh, Reddit r slash place. Yeah. Um, for time lapse, um, and we should be able to have it linked in the YouTube uh, description. YouTube description. Hopefully, we can have some sort of show notes where we link it. Otherwise, yeah, I will have been a massive idiot for bringing a visual topic to an audio format. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I think just uh, having them, you, you know, you explaining it, like, I, I what, what is is cool, like, in the different ways of talking about it, I would have no idea that this even existed if you hadn't brought it up. So I think there's probably, like, I'm not, I'm by no means somebody that shies away from the internet, so yeah. I'm sure there's a ton of people that would have no idea that this exists. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool. I was vaguely aware of it in 2017. But this time around, like, I don't know, if you curate your feed, like Reddit can be a very interesting place because it's a little more anonymous. I, I really just lurk, but I was, I've been like so into it and I'm so into these niche communities for, you know, Stormlight Archive and all this stuff that, you know, it's enough people that can band together to actually make something. So it was, it was really yeah. something that I was paying attention to this time around. I feel like that's what makes... <laughs> A good social media platform though and i i think it just depends so for like for me i feel like how you use reddit is how i use twitter mm. so like my feed on twitter is very much so curated to like the call of duty scene esports uh streaming stuff yeah so like i spend most of my time on there but it, and it sounds like that's the same thing the only thing obviously is reddit has much more long form capability than twitter like yeah you can put something that's 
much longer on there. Yeah, that's sure. But but yeah, I I don't know. I I've never uh, I've never gotten the hang of Twitter. It feels like I make a Twitter and then immediately destroy my feed with a bunch of garbage. It's like, I've just never gotten well, the hang of it. So I feel like Twitter is like you. It's different than like all the other social media platforms where like you follow you only on Twitter you only follow things you really like. It's not like hey I kind of. I have an LG monitor. Let me follow LG. <laughs> it's like, no, you follow like the things, the people in the community that you want to be a part of. Even if it's like just every person that's a part of the community that you find that you want to be, a, you just follow them. And then you just end up being engulfed in that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes that world. That makes sense. I, I just, I don't know. I feel like I just need to have an alt account for entering <laughs> stupid giveaways and, and shit like that because that's what i end yeah. up doing is i'm too lazy to log out and log into my you know destroyed account to yeah to do that and then my feed just gets destroyed by corsair ads yeah i'm lucky enough that mine's pretty much just contained to to what i want yeah i really gotta try i actually do have a pretty clean account that if this takes off and people want to make me start using uh i would i would get into it but i don't know well and i feel like we're gonna be uh we're gonna are, are you talking about the the one we have for record on the street or you have I a, mean, another personal one both whatever hopefully oh. hopefully i can manage the the one for this too but hey if people want to find me on my personal i'll, I'll uh plug yeah it. i'll plug it too yeah but the uh yeah definitely i mean that's want to interact with an individual from the from the show that's that's normal i mean that's yeah but yeah you'll be able to find us us on uh twitter at court on the street uh, i believe it's abbreviation for street on that right. one to make it fit and in case you didn't somehow didn't look at the name of the podcast it's cord q-u-o-r-d yeah that was probably a a, a good thing to to point out uh, it, it's definitely a slurrable word yeah uh and yeah we're on a lot of the socials hopefully we'll get into instagram uh, again that's cord on the street i believe we have it spelled out there yeah yep and um youtube as well youtube cord on the street and yeah go and find us there if you if you're good at finding new podcasts i don't know how how you would but we'd appreciate you yeah if you liked us going and finding us there yeah give know. us a follow drop a comment let us know i mean if there's any uh ideas or suggestions you have um, we'll definitely take everything to an account yeah this was always willing to grow this was maybe a little longer than we're planning to go because we had to do the introductions at the beginning we haven't really gotten a clean introduction worked out but yep yep but yeah i mean we'd be willing to you know take Take your words, your take on whatever words. Um, maybe we'll like post what the words from the previous week were. Right now, we're keeping track of them Sunday to Saturday. So maybe Saturday yeah. we'll we'll drop that post into the socials. Into the socials. Yeah, that would be cool. That oh, that could be a really fun like the final episode of the month. We do yeah, like a uh, community driven words, or yeah. like they pick the the words and we have to come up with topics for them. Yeah, that would be cool. I think that's probably honestly my favorite part about this whole thing is like, granted, like I picked a, a pretty easy one for 
the first episode, but Mm -hmm. uh, trying to conform the words that are used into a topic that we could talk about or is relevant, like uh, that's really intriguing to me. Yeah. Like going forward, it's going to be interesting because like I've been keeping track of the words for a couple of weeks. So I cheated a little bit. Place wasn't from last week. It's from a little while before, but that one just sort of fell into my lap too. It'll be interesting to see how it how it turns out when, when we only got the 28 words to choose from. Yeah, when we're locked into that week. Yep. Yeah, it'll definitely make us think outside the box more. Yeah, yeah. And well, uh, I think uh I think we're probably getting to the point where we're going to close her off or approaching that 50 minute mark like he said that's a little bit longer than we'll probably run just because we were getting the introduction in wanted to give everybody a brief rundown of who we are why we're starting this what it's about what you can expect and then I'm sure we uh rambled a little bit more than we will once we get into the groove of things but yeah expect some growing pains if you're a very early adopter into listening to two yahoos squawk on about the internet random random things two random guys talking about random stuff yep so yeah maybe we'll just give a clean read here at the end of the socials and then we'll be off uh we'll let you hear the growing pains in real time why don't we ping pong these all right we got youtube uh twitter instagram and uh then we'll maybe our personals and then we'll sign off yeah, um, so for Twitter, you can find us on Twitter at Quirt on the Street, Q-U-O-R-D-O-N-T-H-E-S-T. And on Instagram, we are Quirt on the Street, same, but with an extra E-E-T at the end. And on YouTube, uh, it's the same as Instagram, spelled out the same way. Uh, you can find us on there if you're uh, more interested in listening on that um to start off it'll probably just be audio but down the road uh, we're not opposed to adding some visual elements especially if we continue to want to share stuff i actually kind of like that idea um and the way that we're recording it would be pretty easy to be able to share things and have them come up yeah yeah it would so we'll see uh see how that plays into everything yeah and uh for our personals uh, i'll just give twitter the Twitter that I want to grow, okay? I want you I want people to force me to use Twitter. It's at V underscore C. Spell out the underscore. <laughs> for uh for me for Twitter, it's uh at Scuzzy, S-K-U-Z-Z-E-Y. That's my uh my main main gaming handle. So that's gonna be your best place to find me. And uh I guess to end it off, we'll just leave you with our nice little sign off and uh just Ask you if uh, if you liked what you heard, you know, give us a follow, uh, get, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're finding us there, or if you want to uh, to listen to there in the future. Follow us on all the social medias so you can keep up with anything and uh, help us get the quirt out. Get the quirt out.